Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, September 15th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Andrew Hansen to talk some serious NBA playoff hoops. How are you doing, Mr. Hansen? NBA playoffs? Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. We've had week one in football here, uh, so it's been a busy weekend and nice that we had a day off uh today from the nba to get ready for this huge tuesday what a fun night it's going to be we got game seven out west yeah and the eastern conference finals game one between the celtics and heat man it's going to be awesome i'll tell you what i you can't get two you know better matchups than that you know another game seven which is incredible and then uh you know starting a series that should just be a complete dogfight uh, with the Heat and Celtics. This is going to be a classic. And I think it could be another seven-gamer, the way things are going. Yeah, I mean, these two teams are, you know, just excited to be here. Uh, there was a lot of questions for both. I mean, Miami had to go through Milwaukee, the number one seed, and Boston had to get through just a gutty, gritty game seven against Toronto. Uh, yeah. And both teams have to feel like, you know, they're playing with House's money and they've got a real opportunity to get to the finals that I'm sure they, they believed they had a chance in. But now it's real. It's right in front of them. Yeah. I mean, the reality is either the Celtics are heater in the NBA, NBA finals yeah. and uh, not a whole lot of people uh, pick those two. Everybody was picking the Bucks and Raptors. So it's uh, it makes for a, a really interesting uh situation and then of course you know the the biggest shocker to me in the playoffs so far is is the clippers being up 3-1 and not being able to put denver away so far i mean i i was stunned that they won uh, clip or the nuggets won game 5 but then when they won game 6 i i would not have bet that with you know a stranger's money that's amazing <laughs> i wonder what that uh that was just on the money line. That had to be pretty pretty hefty win for a Nuggets fan if they played it. Yeah, especially in game when the Clippers Ooh. had that nice second half lead and uh, sixteen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, most teams would have folded at that point, but the Denver the, the Nuggets have shown that they they can come back. You know, they did it three one the series before, and yeah. the Clippers have to be getting nervous now. This is really gonna be dramatic. Oh, it is. There's no question about it. But uh, before we jump in real quickly here, I want to thank our presenting sponsor. And of course, that is the good folks over at BetUS. Uh, go to uh, betus.com.pa and sign up with the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. And you get 125% on your initial deposit match play. So even if you put in 100, you got 125 uh, free play dollars from BetUS to roll with. So fantastic offer, uh, great, great book. We're really excited uh, to be partnering with them. And uh, if you go on there, they have everything. If you're looking for some casino action or horses, uh, and then specifically of any kind of sports bet or uh, prop that you're looking for, they definitely have it at BetUS. So very excited to be partnering with them. And uh, whether you sign up through DFS Coach Talk or the betus.com.pa site, uh, make sure and use that uh, promo code Coach Talk. Uh, also, I uh, wanted to mention a couple of things. If you're watching us right now uh, on wonderful YouTube, 
please mash the heck out of that like button, the thumbs up, and subscribe to our channel. And then hit that little alarm button up in the right-hand corner. That will give you an alert every time we post a new podcast. And that means a lot to us. We're uh, moving up consistently in that algorithm on YouTube, and we want to continue to to head in that direction. So, you know, we keep this podcast seven days a week, NBA podcast, and uh, three day a week NFL, one day a week PGA. And so we're we're pumping out, uh, you know, quite a few podcasts uh, a week, about 11 of them right now and uh, growing. So we do that in front of the paywall as we do with all of our podcasts. So we really encourage you to, to uh, not only uh, smash that YouTube button, but if you're listening to us through our different podcast podcast outlets, uh, whether it be iTunes or Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, we're on all of them. Uh, take a second, like it, give us a five star, a thumbs up, a, a quick comment. Uh, we're having a contest monthly and we're halfway through the month already, believe it or not. And at the end of the month, we draw a one month free uh, subscription to Coach Talk. And it is drawn from those that have put a five star and like uh, comment review on iTunes or a comment and like on Spotify. So we really encourage you to do that. Uh, also, you know, our process here, Andrew, before we get started, we'll mention it real quick because we had a day off. I don't know if anybody actually missed us yesterday to the point where like they forgot our process. So I better remind us <laughs> since it's right. been a full day. Yeah. But uh, what we've been doing is, you know, it is the night before and we we uh, do this podcast, get it out real late night or early morning, depending on how you want to look at it. So, you know, for the, the night owls, you have a chance to listen to it this evening. Then we have it up all day tomorrow. So the podcast is key because we're going to do, uh, you know, our version of a breakdown of a slate, which uh, we think is a little bit different than anybody else's because we're looking at it from a coach's perspective, really looking at the game, uh, looking not just at the game flow and the statistics of the game, but we're looking all at all the little things that make a difference you know what you know what's the body language out there what are the coaching tendencies uh on and on so we we feel it gives us an edge beyond uh what anybody else offers uh out there in the industry uh also then once you've had a chance to listen to the podcast we recommend that you follow us on twitter throughout the day because we're constantly posting information any news that comes around any coach talk uh, we're, we're putting it right up there on Twitter. And you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. If you want to uh, DM me or follow my feed, it's at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Sugar Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. So then once you've done that, then there's only one step left. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com and sign up to become a member and I think Andrew is going to share with you our fall special that has been up for two weeks. And this is the prime time to jump in on that. Yeah, that's right. That's a membership where you save on the monthly and it takes you through the rest of the calendar year for only $199. We've had some folks jump on that. Uh, you can even get it as a gift for a friend. Uh, we had a member do that and uh, certainly appreciate that support. Uh, you know, very happy that we're keeping our members happy so that they want to share that with others. But 
Uh, the great thing about our membership is you get access to all four sports and we give out lineups every slate. We give out the FanDuel lineups, cash and GPP. On DraftKings, we give out the coach's clipboard with our core plays highlighted and a bunch of pivots so you can fill out your lineups. Uh, and again, no matter what length of time membership you, you choose, you get access to those lineups every day in our Discord. So we invite you to jump in. You know, now that football season's underway, we're off to a great start. Uh, get the fall special and you'll be with us for the rest of the year. We would love to have you. And, uh, you know, you can jump in again by going to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can join for a week if you want to try us out, uh, a month, a year, or that fall special, which, you know, really for the football fans, uh, you can't beat that deal for sure. Um, also, once you're a member, too, you know, anybody that you uh, refer in, uh, there's a $25 uh, bump that you get there. We're also starting and doing a lot of contests now uh, and giveaways uh, with our members. We, we gave away some Millie Maker contest uh, entries, and we're looking to do uh, a lot more of that. So so jump in, have fun with us. Uh, we have a great community. They're extremely knowledgeable, and uh, we, we share a lot of information there. So that is that, that you know, that final step is being in Discord 30 minutes before lock, because what we do is, uh, you know, we are in lock 30 minutes before every lock in, in the four sports that we uh, uh, carry, because we want, you know, any weather updates, any player changes, any lineup changes, uh, we want to get every single advantage that we can. So that really is uh, the next step, sign up, jump in Discord with us, and then be with us up until lock. All right, we've got all of that out of the way so that we can just focus strictly on some hoops here. And uh, I am going to call up and refresh the betus.com.pa lines. There they are. Okay, you're going to, uh, here's a surprising thing. Wait till you hear these over-unders, Andrew. You're going to be a little surprised. Um, there are two games. There's a 6.30 p.m game and a 9 p.m. Eastern time game. The first game is game one, Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. And this this is a dead even. Uh, the odds makers and everything are seeing this as a complete toss up. Uh, and, and I believe it, it is as well. Game one, the line is Boston uh, by one and a half. So again, almost to a pick them. Uh, and the over under is only 209 and a half which is low, but would you believe that it is higher than the other game? That's the surprise. That is the surprising. Other, the other game is 207 and a half. So Vegas sees, you know, the big playoff crunch defense here and, uh, you know, some teams really scrapping. So uh, with if, if that is correct and Vegas is on the money there, it makes it even more important uh, to roster some of these, you know, value plays that you you choose because if there's not as many DFS points out there, the games are lower scoring. Uh, you're going to have to, you know, hit hit the nail on the head with a lot of these guys. So let's start off with this Heat Celtics game. Uh, both teams come in uh, pretty healthy. Gordon Hayward is practicing with the team, but will not be back yet. Uh, they, we may see him towards the end of this series. It's very possible. Uh, they said he practiced uh, not full contact, but he practiced. So I think, you know, we may see him down the line. 
Uh, Miami should be in, in pretty good shape. Uh, they uh, Kelly O's rested up. Uh, he was dinged a little, but looks like everybody's a go. Uh, so there, you know, no excuses for either team. And uh, there's a, a ton of intriguing matchups. So first question I have for you here is, you know, do you go with the two key guys, one from Boston and one Miami? Do you start with Tatum and Butler? Or what does your build look like to begin with? Because these teams both have a good nucleus of guys that, that can score some DFS points. But I'm just wondering if you still have to start with Tatum and Butler. I do not plan to start with Tatum and Butler in my okay. build. Yep. Interesting. I, yeah. And let me answer that with a reference to game two, which okay. is that because it's game seven, uh, I think those guys are going to play their stars all the way, every single minute they can handle. I'm talking about Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. So okay. those are the three studs that I want to pay up for. Um, it's just very challenging to do that. And I, I, I want to mention what happens if you do before we get into some of these prices in the first game. If you okay. play Jokic, Kawhi, and Paul George on DraftKings, yeah, because you, you think it's going to stay close and the, the usage is going to be focused on those three guys, you have 4,200 left for your five players, 4,200 per player. Yikes. If you do it on FanDuel, you have 5,217 for your for each of your six players on average. So okay. basically, you have to go with the rest of your lineup with value plays, mid-tier guys. You know, you can't go to even a guy like Dragic around 7K. Yeah. You just can't do it. So yeah. um, it's a real tough build to, to go that route. Um, but I am going to still look at some of the value plays in game one because I'd like to get at least two of those guys from game two. Okay. So, so that's my overall uh, approach to this two-game slate. Uh, and because of that, I'm not on Tatum and Butler. And looking back at the matchups between these two teams, they have not been high scoring. Right. Tatum, Tatum has really not gone off. You know, Miami's very strong defensively. You got guys like Crowder who can give him a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, and then Butler on the other side, who you asked about, you know, Marcus Smart is, is there to give him a hard time. And Butler's best game against the Celtics this year, Marcus Smart did not play. So you know, with, with him in the starting lineup, since since Hayward is still out, mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, Smart will spend a lot of time on Butler and make life difficult for him. You, all, you also have Jalen Brown. I mean, they can kind of go back and forth. And then, you know, the other one can rest on, on Duncan Robinson. Um, so, you know, I know Butler can come out and get a lot done. And he's in that price range where, you know, if he goes for 45 to 50 fantasy points, you'd like to have him. Right. But I'm going to fade those guys mostly. So, Interesting. Yeah, how about you? Do you want to have those two guys in your lineup? Well, let's talk about matchups because that's what it all comes down to in this game for me. Because you've got some defensive dogs in this game, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're being guarded by Butler or Crowder, uh, I think – that's going to slow you down. Yep. And, you know, we may get some usage bump to some of the other guys. Mm -hmm. So let's start with that. Uh, you know, I, I would assume Crowder is going to start on Tatum. Uh, that's been some of the flow in the past. Yep. And, you know, Butler can guard him, but Tatum's a 
pretty tall, pretty, you know, good sized guy that can post. So I think Crowder's going to get that assignment without question. And, uh, you know, he is a dog. He's going to, he's going to beat up on him. He's physical. And, you know, Tatum is, is a strong kid, but he's still pretty, you know, thin. So, right. you know, I think Crowder's going to be hanging and, and, and banging on him a little bit. So Tatum is extremely expensive. And, uh, you know, with that defense, I think that's going to, you know, really create an issue there. I think what Spolster is going to do with Butler is a little bit different than when they played last time. I just, I'm, I'm making a coach's assumption here. I think he saw what we all saw, and that was sort of the maturation of Jalen Brown becoming a real star in this playoffs and taking his game to the elite level now, like all-star level. I mean, he he was even there with Tatum in a lot of these games that got them through uh, against Toronto. And another sip of the straight vodka, I see that. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I think that he puts Butler on, on um, uh, believe it or not, on Jalen Brown. And, yep. and I know that that's uh, going to be something new, but I just think that he sees that. And he's their defensive scheme, Spolster, I'll take him over anybody in the league, literally, uh, as far as his defensive scheme. So I think that they're going to make it very hard on Tatum and, and Brown and make somebody else step up and, and try to beat them. So that, that brings us all the way, you know, full circle, circle back around, you know, to Kemba. Uh, can Kemba step up? You know, he had, they, they did that box and one and some, some different gimmick defenses just to throw him off. And he was totally out of sync, but, you know, I think he's going to get more of an opportunity here. I think he's going to get more usage than he had. Because uh, I think they're going to focus more on Tatum and Brown. So, you know, that leaves, you know, guys like Tice and, you know, a few other folks that are going to have to step up on that side of the ball. Uh, so, I mean, do you think those matchups make sense? I do. Yeah. So I think Kemba certainly is going to have more fun in this series than the last one. No matter what, he's going to be more productive because yeah. they. Uh, just the way that that uh, they took him away, yeah. The way they took him away, um, you know. Tice, I think, is one of these value plays I'm looking at. You know, partly for the reasons you mentioned, partly because they're going to need him, partly because he's averaged about a double double against Miami this year. He's been he's been out there for solid minutes. He's done well. Uh, you know, his price is 5.7 on DraftKings, so you got to feel really good about getting at least five x return from him. Uh, Marcus Smart is the cheapest of those other guys that we've been talking about, the other starters. So he right. might he might just barely fit in some of your lineups. Yeah, uh, he's in play. But I mean, I, you don't necessarily have to play any of the big four Celtics because I, I can see it being somewhat likely that they're pretty balanced here and nobody smashes value in a low scoring game. So, again, you go back to somebody like Jalen Brown, if he's going to be guarded by Butler you know, he's really in that same price range as Paul George, who I think I'd rather have here on this slate. So yeah. I, I I may end up with maybe one more Miami guy than than Boston guy, guys. Um, Dragic is in play for me just because he's he's cheaper, and I don't think he'll have to deal as much with those tough defenders for Boston, Smart yeah. and, and Brown. Um, Olenek is... Uh, interesting to me because on DraftKings he's only 3.5. He's power forward and sell center eligible, so you can move him move him around. Over on FanDuel, you can only use him as a center. 
So if you want to go with Jokic, you're out of luck. So okay. at 3.5 on DraftKings, you know, he's one of those cheap guys you get in there, feel pretty good about. He's playing against his former team. He's done well against them uh, historically. So Dragic is in play for me. Olenek is a, a value play I'm looking at. Hero is a nice price. You know, he could be a way to get uh, a little bit of exposure to this game. Um, but you know, I I just don't want to I just don't want to spend the majority of my money on this game with those studs in the second game looming. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. Um, you know, I, a couple of points uh, on the Celtics side I want to mention too. There, this is a tough matchup for Tice to have to play against Bam. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see him getting in a lot of foul trouble in this series because he's got to come out there and play him, and and he. Uh, Bam's a fantastic passer. So, I mean, he's really going to be challenged here because uh, Bam can hit the mid-range shot, certainly can take him to the hoop. So this is a completely different scenario than Tice faced in that Toronto uh, series. I think yeah. it was a, you know, I played Tice most of the time and we talk about it. I mean, you know, with the matchups he was getting and then when they went small, it just, it all fit for Tice to have good games. I don't think that's the scenario here. The interior defense of Miami is tough. Bam's a hell of a defender. I think Tice uh, is going to take a back seat here. I think you're going to see Robert Williams in there and, you know, splitting some time and, uh, you know, doing some decent things. So uh, I won't be going the Tice direction most of this series just because of that matchup. And then, you know, like I say, if Spolster does what I think he will, uh, you know, certainly you can play Tatum and Brown. They're the two key players, but I think they're going to get all of the defensive presence. And I think you may get uh, a better bang for your buck with Kemba and Smart. So I'm going to look at those two guys, maybe not both of them, but one or the other for sure, uh, as the guys that I think can step up and do decently. On the other side of the ball, let's let's look at the the reverse scenario because you have somewhat you know the spider-man versus spider-man deal here where you've got great defenders and great schemes and great coaches going against each other and so it's hard you know something's got to give here but you know if you look at at the heat side of the ball uh i think they have to put tice uh on uh bam which like i say i think bam can get the best of that that deal so i think he's in play uh i think smart you know, here this is really interesting, though, but I think Smart's going to start on Dragic. I think that they want to slow Dragic down. He was a huge difference maker in that last series. He really was. Since they moved him into the starting lineup uh, in the playoffs, uh, he really has been a spark plug. And if you notice, when they had down, uh, you know, times where they gave up points and the momentum went the other way, he was either out or missing some shots. Dragic really is still the key to this team. Even at his, uh, you know, advanced age, he still makes this team go. So, you know, if if he's going to get smart defense, that's going to give me a little bit of hesitance there. Uh, you know, I, I think you got to think about, you know, that as, as a possibility. Um and, you know, so where does that leave the majority of these points coming from? You know, Duncan Robinson, I think, is a very questionable play because, you know, he's a kind of guy that can get you 20 real points or 
two real points. So right. very risky. Uh, but, you know, he's going to get some open looks. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, Butler's probably going to get uh, Jalen Brown or uh, or Tatum defense because they're going to want to contain him. And I think he'll be more uh, of a playmaker in this series than as much of a score. I think he's going to look for some of the other guys. You know, I, I like some of these other guys uh, to be able to step up a little bit. I think Hero will still be very valuable off the bench. I think he'll be a good spark plug, and he'll be able to be in there against Wanamaker and some of the secondary folks for Boston. So I think you got to keep, uh, you know, Hero in mind. Um, you know, there, there's also the potential of Crowder doing decently. Is Also, he's shooting the three well. Um, I think he'll be really up for this. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago he was a Celtic and played with a lot of these guys their rookie season. So I think he, you know, has a little bit to prove there also. So, you know, I I think I can save some money in this game as well with, uh, you know, some of these secondary flight priced guys so that we can load up, you know, in that game seven when there's going to be a lot more usage because both of these coaches are outstanding coaches. They're neither one of them is going to play their guy 40 minutes in this game. You know, they're in for a long series. They know it. They want to keep everybody fresh. Uh, you're going to see a good amount of depth from both of these teams in this first game for sure, which again, with a low total, with a, a deep bench, being game one, the rotation, the good defense, not conducive to big DFS points. So if you can cherry pick two or three guys from this game, which I probably will have exposure to three, uh, you know, the guys, some of the guys I mentioned that are decent priced, I think you're that's probably the best approach. And then, you know, keep most of the bullets in the gun for this second game for sure. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to be low 40s minutes for all the starters like we saw in so many of the games with Toronto. But right. I do think, so I think in the first half, you'll see a nice regular rotation, get everybody in, keep everybody fresh for the second half. But if it's close down the stretch, I do think they'll go after it really hard because game one's really important. Uh, you know, Miami certainly wants to win without Hayward on the floor. And Boston's got to be thinking, hey, if we can get game one and they get Hayward back later in the series, we're in pretty good shape. So um, I, I think they could really battle and end up with pretty high minute totals, but I do think the guys in the second game on average would play more minutes here on this slate. And I, let's mention one last thing then, because you bring up a good point. In the second half, if it is crunch time and they are going to gain that extra five, six, seven minutes, which makes all the difference in the world in DFS uh, down the stretch, who have these teams been finishing with? That's a, a key point here. And something to, to let's go over right now, because, you know, this is what I would anticipate is going to happen. So you're going to have Kemba, Smart, Tatum, uh, uh, Brown, Brown, Brown and Tice. So yep. that's probably the five that will finish mm -hmm. for Boston. For Miami, it's it's different. They've been finishing with Dragic, Hero. Iguodala has been in there a lot at the end of games. So he may get looked down the end. Bam and Dra and did I say Dragic? You did, but you didn't say Bam Butler. Bam and Crowder or Butler. And Butler, right. yep. yep. So Iggy, Iggy would be the sixth man who might get some time in the fourth quarter. 
but right. you're right. Hero off the bench instead of Robinson down the stretch. Yeah, and and don't be surprised if Iguodala gets a decent amount of run uh, yep. just because this is a perfect kind of series for him, defensive-oriented. But he's not going to score much, so that's the only problem there. All right, just wanted to mention that. Let's dive into game two here. It is 9 p.m. Eastern game, uh, and again, we're on betus.com.pa, and this is the Clippers by seven and a half. So Vegas just disrespects Denver's game five and six. Yeah. And the over-under, like I mentioned, was 207 and a half, which is absolutely stunningly low. I I guess when Vegas sets one that low in a game like this, you're supposed to take the under, but I think I'm going to play the over. I think I would too if I played it, just because it is game seven, and I don't think either team's going to quit if it's a seven or eight point game. I think they're going to foul down the stretch. The Clippers historically don't do that. So you you get a lot of games that just die in the fourth quarter in terms of the total with the Clippers, but this might be the exception. It very well may be. I mean... You know, we're looking to roster more guys in this game with a 207 and a half total, but I agree with you. So the question is, you know, does the game stay close? We've been saying that for four games in a row, and it it hasn't in a couple because Denver's kicked their butts. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, who knows? But, uh, you know, you've got to anticipate a game seven. They both come this far. Uh, you gotta. The only way you can game script it is it's going to go down to the wire kind of game. You just have to look at it that way. Or even if the Clippers win by ten, and you know at the end and you know pull away by a few. I mean, there's no, you know, BSing around in Game Seven. This is you know you go home. So they're not going to take the foot off the gas. Even let's say the Clippers do what we thought they do the last two games and do get and get up fifteen. They're not going to. They're not going to relax. They're going to finish because, you know, uh, this is it. So uh, I'm very interested. I know your strategy here, trying to take two of the three big, you know, big wigs there. But what I didn't hear you mention was Jamal Murray. That's right. What is your plan there? It sounds like you're steering clear of Mr. Murray. Yeah, well, you know, I would prefer the other three guys, but it is so hard to fit them all in that it probably won't work. Um, so probably going to have to sacrifice Jokic or Kawhi, and I don't really want to sacrifice Jokic. I've got more faith in him than anybody. I mean, he's just lately, he's really turned it on, borderline triple doubles every night, it just playing phenomenal basketball. So he, I mean, he's playing well. I'll, I'll roll him out there and, and um, you know, live with the results. So that probably means that Kawhi might not make it, in the majority of my lineups, so I'll just have to go with Paul George being 1800 cheaper on DraftKings and yeah. 20, 2700 cheaper on FanDuel. That's nuts. Yeah. So, I mean, Kawhi deserves to be that price because they might just funnel everything through him and he might step up and dominate. It's certainly a, a chance that, that that'll happen. I mean, that's why I want to get him in the lineup, but it is just so hard to afford all of them. So if you, if yeah. you fade Kawhi so that you can get Jokic and Paul George – you know, then you probably don't have enough for for Murray either. You could, um, but you know, I probably end up with one or two of the other uh, the other guys here in, in this game. Uh, Lou Williams, I think, is going to step up in this one. They're going to count on him for scoring, 
And, you know, as a veteran who's just really, really clutch in the fourth quarter, I think he's going to be out there for, you know, every minute that he can handle down the stretch. Uh, 5.5 on both sites. That's a great price for him. It is. Um, you know, nobody else for the Clippers is is really jumping out at me because I just don't trust they'll get enough usage. I think those three guys are really going to dominate it here in Game 7. Beverly Beverly would be the one other guy because he's so cheap, and I think he's going to be ultra intense. He might get some steals. And we, we've talked about on recent shows how, 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 his min, how his minutes have increased here recently. So, you know, more minutes for Beverly, like 24 in a Game 7. At a cheap price, I, I like that scenario. And then on the Denver side, you know Harris has really stepped up, and he's he's still cheap on DraftKings. He's only four point six. He yeah. is five point seven on FanDuel. They've finally priced him up with all those steals he's been getting. He's right. in the mix for me as a as a mid tier guy. And Michael Porter Jr. is still in the mix. I, I think they're going to need his offense, and I think he'll be out there down the stretch. Yeah. I, you know, I'm with you. I mean, the, the, it's just all about, you know, where, what decision you're going to make on the big money guys. I mean, we all want to put them in there, but just no way you can do it and, and come up with a reasonable lineup. I mean, if you want to have half your lineup be like Jermichael Green and, you know, people <laughs> like that, right. you know, it's, it's, it's going to kill you on that side, you know, just as much as the other side. So, you know, I, I would, of course, love Kawhi as well, and I think a lot of people will start their lineup with him, but he's just so damn expensive. It completely, you know, kills you, excuse me, on, on you know, building the rest of that lineup. So, you know, I, I hes- I'm I hesitant to say that he may end up being a fade for me as well because I think, you know, you, I think you got to plug the joker in there. He's just proven that he needs to be in there mm-hmm. in your lineup. Uh Paul George is still, I think, underpriced. He's playing a lot more like Paul George now. Right. Uh, and then any given night, he could have a higher fantasy point total than than Kawhi. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like starting with those two. I, I sure as hell would like to be able to fit Murray in there. But, again, he's it's, it's going to be really, really tight. I, I do respect his game enough that I wouldn't mind uh, having him as my, you know, my third wheel. But – if I can't, you know, I, I'll try to make them in some lineups. In other ones, you know, I really like Pat Beverly in this game. I think that his price is perfect. I think he could see 28 minutes in this game, and I think he's a key. You know, he's a big game player. He, he'll step up. You know he's going to get some steals, and and they need him in there. They really do. So I I think he's probably the best value play here. Along with your man Porter Jr., I love I love him in this game. I I think that you you could see, he's like a, a horse chomping at the bit to to get out there and run. He just looks like he's ready to throw like a 25 point game on the board and just get it done. And I know he was crying about touches and this and that, and you know he didn't get the ball that much that next game, but he was out there hustling. He got some blocks and some rebounds. I just think you know. If, if you use those two guys, and that's where I'm going to start, you know, in this game with, with Beverly and Porter, it opens up those doors to be able to put, you know, maybe three of the top five guys in there. So that's where I'm going to try to put my build, a combination of, 
two or three mid-level price guys from game one, you know, pay up for at least two of the top guys in this game, just because again, you know, they may not come out in the fourth quarter if, if it's close and, and then try to make some logical plays without dumpster diving. I don't, you know, I don't want to have my last guy in, uh, you know, be, you know, Brad Wanamaker and, and some of these guys, I just, not going to go that deep. Uh, so I think you've got to got to make some hard choices. And really, probably the hardest choice on the whole board for me is going to be fading Kawhi in a game where, you know, he could be certainly the highest DFS point score uh, on the whole slate. But you have to look at it in perspective, Andrew. And, and this is what my point is. You know, let's say he gets 62 DFS points and he's the top scorer on the night. That's great, and you'd love to have him in there. But if it if it completely straps you as far as building the rest of your lineup, and you end up taking a few guys that you know get 10 or 15 DFS points, then you've shot yourself in the foot. So, you know, again, I'm not saying fade Kawhi because I think he's going to have a bad game. Right. I just think that you've got to look at roster construction here. And the the thing that I think is going to make sure at least for me being mainly a cash player that I'm going to be able in my head to heads and three and five mans to, to dominate is not having to absorb one or two guys that are just awful, you know, play 20, 22 minutes, you know, Duncan Robinson, you play him, he gets 22 minutes and scores, you know, 11 fantasy points, you know, whatever the guy may be. So I just don't want to go at that risk in cash. Now in GPPs, if you do go down to one of those guys and Robinson hits eight threes, which he's done multiple times for an example, then, you know, then you got a shot, but you got to build your, your uh, roster, you know, based on cash or GPP and then take that into consideration. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I'll just echo that. I'm not going to fade Kawhi because I think he's going to have a dud game. It's only because of the build and it's only to try to get a little bit more balanced uh, and a little bit more reliable production from the other guys on the roster. And I do think, you know, the key is for me, one of the key with the Clippers is I've said a lot recently about how they're very spread out, you know, cause they play so many guys and I haven't wanted to play as many Clippers because of that. You get, you know, all these minutes for guys like Jamichael Green and, you know, Zubots and Harold splitting minutes and, um, just yeah. you know when Even they were playing Terrence Mann came in Terrence Mann and you know when Reggie Jackson Shaman when mm -hmm. they're all in the rotation they're just there's just not enough to go around but yeah. I do think it's going to shift a little bit here in Game Seven I think Doc is going to tighten it up a little bit you know those other guys aren't going to get as much time or usage and that's why I really want to get as many of those core guys who I think it's Kawhi Paul George Lou Williams. And then Beverly as well because of his price and everything that he does. So mm -hmm. that's why I really want to focus on that core group that I think is going to dominate the usage down the stretch. Uh, no doubt. And and it's going to be hard. Those guys aren't coming out in the game right. seven when the game on the line. That's that's for damn sure. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be two terrific games. It's going to be a great week here at DFS Coach Talk. We're, I mean, we've got NBA playoffs throughout the week, which are going to be incredible. I mean, we're going to have, we have the Eastern final now with the Heat and Celtics that start tomorrow. And then it's either going to be Lakers, Clippers, or Lakers, Nuggets, and uh, phenomenal. So great basketball. 
We've got football, you know, the big three slates in football coming up throughout the week. Baseball every day. Uh, sweating, uh, hopefully, a takedown tonight in baseball if we can get uh, one final hit from somebody, one of these guys we have out there. And uh, and then we've got the U.S. Open in golf. Can't wait to break that down with you on Wednesday. I was uh, mentioning to you before the pod that I was watching the Golf Channel tonight with all those great sports going on. I'm watching that because I'm just so fired up for this uh, this uh, golf tournament. I mean, it it's at an iconic course, uh, Wingfoot, and uh, fantastic. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a tough course, too. So, uh, you know, all four of those sports go in this week. Again, we provide lineups for all of them, uh, full lineups on FanDuel, Coach's Clipboard, which is that core with highlighted, uh, I'm sorry, uh, player pool with a highlighted core and then asterisks with the guys that are more of a GPP play. So we give you ideas of a good roster construction to complete there on DraftKings as well. Uh, so, you know, it's right there. We, we make sure that, uh, you know, we're doing all the grinding work for you throughout the day, checking every piece of player news, every beat writer and, you know, coach talk that we can find on everybody. Uh, and we're going to get you that, you know, 30 minutes before locking all of them. So definitely join us at DFSCoachTalk.com. Sign up there. We'd love to have you. A fall special right now runs from September through the end of the year. You definitely want to jump on that. Follow us all on Twitter at DFSCoachTalk. Uh, again, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, smash that like button, subscribe, and hit the little alarm. Uh, you can also watch a library uh, on DFS Coach Talk, we have all previews of every NFL team. If you want to, you know, uh, follow up on some of that stuff, great stuff to watch. If you're catching us on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk. And then we want to thank our presenting sponsor, our partners at BetUS. Uh, absolutely awesome place. I have been a member there 13 years, and they are fantastic. They've been around 17. So uh, BetUS.com.pa for all of your sports wagering, casino and racing action. And that is it, my friend. We've got our uh, charity of choice also, bonbon3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. We mention it every day because it's near and dear to our hearts, and they are a fantastic charity set up by the Bryan family. I think that's it, my friend. Uh, did we leave anything out? Nope. Well said. I think you covered it, and it is a really fun week here of sports as we get ready for uh, week two in the NFL, uh, the uh, U.S. Open, like you said, and uh, this terrific Game 7 tomorrow. So thank you all for tuning in, and uh, let's let's enjoy it, and let's build some winning lineups. No doubt about it. We love it. And uh, we'll be going over some new members uh, that we had joined this week and, and giving, some, uh, giving some stuff away on some of the pods this week. So definitely tune in. Uh, and, you know, even if you're not a member, we, we will be happy to share info with you. I'm constantly answering stuff on YouTube, so throw some comments in there. Uh, we both respond to all that. And then, uh, you know, DM us on, on Twitter. We're here for you. We want to help you win. So uh, we appreciate uh, every, all the listeners. Uh, we went a little bit longer today than normal, but we wanted to gear up for this two-game slate, sort of, you know, set the – the stage for some great basketball, and uh, I think it's all going to pay off. So uh, we hope to uh, see you in our Discord tomorrow. If not, we'll definitely catch you again here, 
because we will be back as we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>